ML Nation, you know we're in the best business in the world. You know I'm loud and proud to be a network marketing professional. And today is ML Nation episode 100. MLM is a people company. The industry is a people industry. If you start treating that as a, uh, the way it is, my friends, you will earn more money than you ever dreamed of. You got to treat people correctly. You can't, be, you can't just move forward and, and push your way through. People matter. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our super special guest today, Armand Pujot. Armand, are you ready to make it happen? Fantastic. Always ready, my friend. Armin Pujot has over 26 years of MLM experience and is one of the highest income earners worldwide. For 2015, he is on pace to earn over $10 million in this year, in that year alone from his network marketing business. In one year, $10 million is so impressive. Armin started doing network marketing at only 16 years old and made his first million by age 20. Today, He's the master distributor at his company. So, Armand, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing at 16 years old. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, Simon, one of the things that have happened to me was that I didn't know what network marketing was at the very beginning, as, as obviously everybody doesn't, right? Um, what ended up happening was I took my mom to a home meeting for a crystal company. And when I got there to that meeting, I stood in the back of the room as I was looking at all these women, little biting, uh, buying all this uh, uh, crystal glass and all it was. It interested me. It interested me because the fact that I knew all these women. I knew all these friends of my mom. And I said, if I could just get this stuff, maybe I already have a built-in customer base. So I was thinking it was buy at wholesale. You, you, you retail it, at, you know, you retail at a certain price. So that's what I was thinking. So I was always considering where to go, where to go buy it, how can I get it. And, uh, you know, and, and this lady who actually was in front of the room, I questioned her on that. I says, where could I buy the product? Obviously, she said she looked at me at 16 and kind of laughed. So she didn't really consider me as a person into her business. But yet she didn't want to tell me where to buy the product at. Uh, a few weeks later. I ran into this flea market where uh, this lady was selling the exact same items. And I questioned her about it. I says, well, if, if you will permit me to you know, let me know where you buy this, I will not come over and give you competition. I just, I just need to know where to get it. You know, I was kind of in that phase where I really wanted to uh, you know, do something, and it, it kind of sparked my attention. So this lady let me into telling me that I needed to be sponsored in, you know, I needed to be, uh, and I, I didn't understand the sponsoring part. You know, I said, why just, just tell me where to go get it. I'll go buy it. I'll come back because no, you gotta get sponsored. So I got sponsored into the business. She finally, you know, put me into the business. I got this, this, uh, little, uh, uh briefcase, not briefcase, uh, luggage of a bunch of little knickknacks of crystal and stuff. And, and I went to work yet. I could not do home parties. So the difference that I did, and I think I, I worked at it as a true business because, you know, as a 16-year-old, there's no way I was going to do a crystal party, you know, somewhere else. So what I did was I hired uh, a bunch of my friends, especially mainly girls from the high school that I was going at, and we went door to door to door to door selling this stuff with our jerseys on with our you know with our uh high school sweaters on and, and so it looked like we were selling it for the high school and people would buy just a, a, at least a little thing uh at least a minor thing and we kept going door to door to door to the point that i hit the top of the rank of that company in sales uh very quickly and um as i was being introduced at the convention for that company um you know they were asking me how did i do it how did i i i was able to hit that you know, that position so high, uh, uh, so quickly at my age. And I explained to them what I've done. And 
they were looking at me like uh, deer in headlights, like in the quietest room I've ever seen in my life. I felt so uncomfortable, so cold, that as soon as I finished, I walked out of that room. And, and I'll be honest with you, I never came back to that company. But I, I went all the way out of that convention center room and went and sat down on a table. Uh, a gentleman uh, was, uh, uh, was a, one of my first mentor. You know, he sat down next to me. And when he sat down next to me, he was one of the husbands of one of the, the money earners in that company. And he sat down and he says, you know, everything you're doing is correct, except you people in that room are being blown away because they cannot do what you just did. He says, you're doing it perfectly. The only thing you need to learn is about residual income, how to build a, a not only a base of customers, but a base of distributors. So he started explaining to me little by little what network marketing was, and it kind of like clicked, you know, and I was, I was so angry at the fact that the way that was felt I was treated in that room that everything he was saying was like correct, was perfect. I was like, oh, my God, that is true. He says, you know, he started explaining to me, you know, if you only do this once and if you get a distributor and he keeps building on, you're going to make this residual income afterwards, and it kind of made sense. Now, henceforth, I joined his company uh, at this point, and it was a telecommunications company at that time. I, they were selling long distance. Um, obviously, at that time, here in the United States, your long distance carrier was separate to your, to your local carrier. So we were the long distance carrier. And to me, it was just a change of product. All I did was Go grab my people that I had, which I never recruited any of them. They worked for me. I paid them by the hour, and we went door to door to door to door again, changing every single person over to this company. Um, and within three months, I hit the top of that company uh, again. Uh, it was it was phenomenal. Money was good. Uh, at the age of eighteen, I bought my first house, cash. You know, which was uh, you know, it was over a little bit over five hundred thousand dollars in the Huntington Beach area in California, which is a very expensive area to be living in. Um, is you know, I it was something that was phenomenal, especially at eighteen, right? Um, after that, at the age of twenty, I started gaining. You know, I made my first million dollars in the industry and that to me was a big jump because uh obviously at a young age i think uh, you know seeing that kind of money coming in it's phenomenal i mean it's you you, you wouldn't believe it in your heart that something like that would happen especially to you you know i i'm a product of a single mom you know it's uh you know we've uh, i had my dad but he didn't live with us he was doing well he always wanted to help us but you know that uh that, that point of being with your mom, you know, held me there. And, you know, we had to sometimes live out of a car. Sometimes we lived out, you know, uh, you know, looking for things. We got kicked out of our apartment. We got, we lost our home many times. You know, it's just, it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, childhood past that I didn't see it as wrong. I think it built me. But yet when you're making, a, you know, over a million dollars at 20, you couldn't fathom that kind of money. You know, it's just, it just was unreal really to me, but, uh, we started making that kind of money. We started moving forward. I started believing more in the industry and then the unthoughtable happened. The government, uh, obviously the U S government, uh, had the deregulation happen and the long distance carrier became the, the, the local carrier, the same one. And it took the whole company out basically. I mean, we lost everything after that point, um, one of the things that happened to us was that, you know, we started looking for something else. And I followed some of the key leaders that were in that company to another company that, uh, you know, I, I really trusted their opinion and what they were doing because of what the money they were making. And they, uh, some of these little group went to a company that was selling a diet product. And this diet product was made out of Fedra. And during that time, I'll be honest with you. I've never seen so many people crazed that they wanted this 
product. It was like I, I, I tell people it was like I, you know it was like in the movies when you're they're selling drugs. I mean, people wanted this stuff and they wanted it. And they didn't care how much it was and how much they wanted to buy it by the dozens. It was incredible the kind of quantity that people were buying you know, of this product. And again, we had started making a lot of money by the age of 25. You know what? I hit uh, uh, a little over $5 million and it was phenomenal. I mean, it was just one of those things that, you know, I couldn't fathom that kind of money we're having. I mean, we're really partying like rock stars at the young age. Now, again, the government came in and destroyed that company, took a federal away. Again, everything you know. So we had to start from zero, another company, and from there, I took it upon. You know, we keep jumping from company to company. Some with success, some with not. Some were just not happy there. You know, they depend on you know how you were being treated, and we just kept moving on, moving on until we really put our feet into a certain company that uh, it was a juice company at this. point point and we really took it on i mean we were the original 20 people yeah, i was one of the original 20 in that company and we just moved forward and just build a massive entity of that company to the day it's a pretty powerful name in the industry so i mean we just started moving forward moving forward and and i hit that company made pretty good money in that company you know i i got the vehicle in the company you know it was it was a very good time now after that uh because of certain situations that we we're having, you know, I was I went into a coffee company, and from that coffee company, made a great money. They didn't like the uh, uh, they didn't like the, the 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 ownership of the company, the way they were treating people. I think it was not the ethical in the way they were doing things. So I kind of already started flaking away from MLM. I don't know if if any of you who are on, uh, who are listening right now has ever felt like I don't want to do MLM no more, and that's how. I was I was feeling tired. I was feeling people were getting a big time. I was feeling because of this ownership of this company, I was feeling that people were not in the right position to make the right thing. And and I was part of that problem because I recruited a lot of people. I promised a lot of people a better future. I promised a lot of people that they were going to live better and be better. And because of the ethics in, in that with the ownership, I, I didn't see it happen no more. So I felt very guilty. So I stuck around because of the guilt a little bit. But yet I was already looking for something else. And what ended up happening was this. I decided that I, you know, I'm a very good seller. I'm a very good salesman. I'm a very good uh, uh, closer. Um, uh, I do very well in front of the room. I, uh, you know, I decided that I was going to be the next Sham Wildman. You know, the guy on TV at late night, the next uh, uh, Willie Mays Hayes. You know, on night selling that uh, you know, those products on infomercials. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to start an infomercial company. Go on, go on TV and just sell the world. I mean, just just it, and forget about the MLM industry, and that was my concept. So I started buying companies that were very small but had interesting products. I mean, products that were just killers. They were awesome. I mean, you you touch them, you feel it, you you see what it is. You know, I said, you know what, this is phenomenal. Oh, we're going to start doing this, and we're setting it up. We're getting everything ready. We're getting the hookups with the TV uh, uh, with the with the TV industry, you know, getting into the right positioning at right times. We're getting uh, uh, mentored into the area where what what areas, what times, what countries we were going to uh, produce this commercials for, right? And all this stuff happening. So as, as we were collecting companies to really bring in, uh, I met a, 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 another man, uh, by, which is the owner of the company I'm recently with. And I met him and... One of the things that happened was that it, things kind of clicked. He was looking for a master distributor. I wanted to know more about his product because the person who hooked us up together was telling me he had a great vitamin product. So I really wanted to see what he had, but yet he wanted me to become this master distributor for his company. But when I sat down with him and, and, and listened to his, uh, uh, to his pitch, really, I kind of felt – like I felt before in the MLM industry where I was in love, where I wanted to do something, what I, I kind of felt that was the right person to really run with. 
And when you feel that way, I mean, I'm telling you right now, things change. And, you know, no matter how much planning and, and everything that I was doing to become this next ShamWow man, you know, kind of went out the door and I said, you know what, I, we just found a home right here. We, you know, this is, he, he wasn't the richest man around, obviously. Uh, it was not, you know, he was not giving me money to jump into his company. He was not, uh, uh, he didn't have all the money in the world. So I can say he's a multimillionaire or whatever it was. He was just a man with a vision that, that went very well with my vision. <clears throat> when that happened is I got together with him. I looked at his comp plan. I said, I can't. I can't work with this comp plan. I made a, I created a comp plan for him. Uh, very, I said, this is what I can work with. Uh, his lawyers did not like it, by the way. And at the end of it, you know, what he just decided, he says, I got to work with you. He goes, if this is what it takes to do to get you into the company, if you're in 100%, and if you go within 50-50 with me, he goes, we'll do this. We'll do this comp plan. And we did. We moved forward. And basically, that was about six months ago, uh, six years ago. I'm sorry, and you know, we started working toward. I'm, I'm sorry, about seven years ago, started working toward the comp plan, and fixing it, and making sure it got programmed into the system. And then, about February of 2010, about you know, a little over six years, is when we started launching the company. Okay, when we started launching this company, February of uh, 2010, an issue happened with my life, um, which was tough. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a situation like this before. But for me, it was very life-moving. And this is the reason why. Um, we were about to, we just had launched this company. I had just convinced a lot of key leaders who were making a lot of money to drop their company to come over to our company, which was a brand new, spanking new company. Okay? So I already have the, 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 the I had people on my shoulders, I could not let I could not uh, uh, let go of, um, but I was sick. I was 425 pounds at the start. I was, you know, I had diabetes. I had high blood pressure. I, you know, I was certainly not the healthiest cat around. Okay, and the unable happened. I I collapsed, and it was because of the pressure of building all this or whatever it was. I don't know. But I collapsed when I hit the when I got to the, the hospital and I really was conscious enough to really see where it was and what I was doing there. The doctor explained to me that they found a malicious tumor next to my heart, which caused that issue, that problem that they felt like a heart attack, which that's the reason that I was at the hospital. Um, that, that it was just pounding against my lungs, between my lungs and my heart, and it was really bad. Um, that wasn't the worst part of the story. You know, I was always that Superman, that, that guy that didn't believe that I needed to be at the doctor. I know a lot of you out there that maybe can't afford to go to the doctor or, or just believes nothing can happen to you. I was that guy. Nothing can happen to me. And then he let, he continued on to tell me that I also had gastric cancer, okay, stage four, which in his mind, I only had six months more of life left. Wow. Now, I ask you this. If you had six months more of life left, what would you do with your life? What would you do from this point forward? See, I had already invested everything I had into this company. As the owner invested all he had into this company also. We had just launched this. You got to remember, my, my bank accounts are empty at this point. You know, I, I, everything, I had a family, kids that depend on me. You know, I don't know if any of you have family members or little kids. You know, you can't do anything. You know, you got, they're, they're your life. You, you know, everything you do, you do for them. So at this point, you know, I was, I think, a phenomenal network marketer, okay? I'm not, you know, I never, I never believed I was less than that. But yet at this point in time, what do you do? You know, I had to make a decision. You know, as, as the doctors are telling me all this stuff, I literally walked out of the hospital. I got off, the, I got off that bed and just walked right out of the hospital, kept going. As a matter of fact, I 
didn't even jump on a car. I just kept moving. I just couldn't believe the situation I was in. I says, I, I finally built, I finally starting the company that I've dreamed of. And now I'm not going to be there to enjoy it. Who's going to take care of my kids? Who's going to be there for my kids? Who's going to, who's going to take them to college? Who's going to, who's going to pay their college, their university? Who's going to do all these things? These things started crossing my mind. Who, who's going to feed them? Who's going to, you know, how are they going to live? I know I have parents that would have taken care of them, but in my mind is how, why, why God, why am I, why am I in this position? And I, I, I had a, uh, a moment that for some reason, you know, I don't know if you've ever felt some energy come through you. But I decided at that point, man, I just, I decided that I would not quit, number one. Um, I'm not going to, even though most people who are told they're going to die in six months, they go home and sleep and, and cry and, and everything. I was not going to do that. I made a decision that I have families that depend on me at this moment. Distributors that, that drop their checks to believe what, in, in, in my dream, in my, in my dream of this company. And I said, I'm not going to let them down. I'm not. So I decided if I have six months more of life left, I'm going to work every single day, 24-7, to build the biggest company I can before I pass away. To build the strongest company I can ever build. You know, uh, it, it, you know just, just as, as strong as I can, as powerful as I can, before I can leave. So when I do leave in six months... My kids are taken care of with the residual income. The distributors that believed in me are taken care of because we built this company. So I went off and started building. And I started building and building as strong as I could. You know, I started recruiting as fast as I could. I started walking the flea markets, walking the malls, walking everywhere, contacting people, getting people in. I would not take no for an answer. I had to retail at least, you know, our products are about $40 at that point. And I had to retail at least over $1,000 a day or I wouldn't go home. That was the goal. My wife was telling me, come home. You know, I don't do this. You know, please come. She was crying all the time. She wanted me to, you know, she wanted to be, you know, I'll go and do it. You stay home. I couldn't do that. I was on a mission. I had a belief in me that I can't go forward knowing that I'm going to let people down. I cannot. There's, there's no way. I've, I've, I've always been that guy that fought for people in the downline. I've left companies that were great paying companies with a great check. I've left companies earning over $20,000 a week because the way they treated people, because my ethics represent me. So I cannot let people down right now after I'm the one that brought them into this company. So I started working every single day. I wouldn't sleep. I, I mean, I literally learned not to sleep much. I mean, people think I'm crazy, but, you know, if I sleep three to four hours a day, that's about it. I'm, my body is used to it now. You know, and I've been doing that because of that reason. And I just kept working, 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 working and building building, building. And people tell you, I, and I hear this all the time when people tell you, you know, I can't, nobody, everybody tells me, no, I can't build. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'll tell you one thing. When your kids are on the line, you can do the world. When your kids are on the line, you can move anything you want. And I learned one thing, no matter what doctor told me I had six months more life left, only God can put that expiration date on my foot. And I moved forward. He didn't tell me that I was going to die. I didn't care. I just went forward, forward, forward. And I started, you know what? I, I was one of those guys that never believed in the health products and, and, and natural remedies and stuff like that. Guess what? At this point, I was trying everything at the same time. And I was trying things that made me feel good. I was think, you know, and as, as I was moving forward, I was moving forward, I was moving forward. Guess what? I was getting better. 
I was getting better. Six months down the line came, I didn't die. I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. And I was all over the world. If you see my Facebook, I was one day I was in Peru, one day I was in Colombia, the next day I was in Salvador, next day I was in Mexico, next day I was here in the United States, next day I was in Korea. I mean, you can see the, the movement I was doing was very quick. I would not stop. I mean, literally, I would not stop at all. I don't know how bad you guys want it, but that's how bad I wanted it. And I kept moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. The, you know, the first year we made real great money. I mean, the first year, I think, you know, we, we hit about $500,000 that year earnings. So it's not bad for a first year in. Second year, we made over a million dollars. It was about $1.7 million. Third year, we made over $4 million. Last year, I mean, we made over $5 million. This year, we're right now, we just crossed the $10 million mark. So it's still months to come. I mean, it's really how bad you want it. And I keep telling people, you know, people ask me all the time, how do you build a company from nothing? You prospect. You prospect. You prospect. And you keep prospecting with all your might. You keep prospecting no matter what. And I keep telling you, and take this for a lesson, every single one of you who are out there. If you want it bad enough, go out there and get it. If you want it bad enough, you go out there and prospect. Guess what? Go look. If you're afraid of somebody telling you no, it's okay. All of us are. But guess what? Know this. Most people will. Most people will tell you no. And it's not our job to find the no's. It's our job to find the yeses. It's our job to find the one in ten that will tell you yes to your opportunity. See, the difference is this. If you go out there and look for no's, you look and you're looking for people to tell you no, tell you no, tell you no, tell you no, you're going to find them everywhere. But in between, you'll find a yes. In between, you'll find somebody to tell you, hey, I can do this. Somebody will find out that, you know what, I, I see your dream and it's my dream. Let's do it together. And the more people you find that, that see the vision that you do, the more, the, the bigger you will become, the bigger you, you will earn, the more money you will earn. See, most people give up because they get no for an answer. Use that as your fuel. And always know that 95% of the people who tell you yes will not do the business. Even between the little tiny portion of yeses, 95 will only be there and just simmer around the business, but they will not get hot. They will not, they will not boil. They will not do what they need to do. They'll just simmer. Our job as a network marketer and if you do this correctly, you will become a multi-million dollar earner. It's prospecting, number one. And number two is sorting. You got to learn to sort your people correctly. You got to put the people that only want to earn 500 bucks a week with the people that want to earn $500 a week. Let them work together at their own speed. People who want to work and earn two, $3,000 a week, put them together. Make them work together. People who want to work and make a million dollars a year, you know, put them together. Why? Because we all work at different speeds. If I, if you work with me and you only want to work $500 and you're working with me with a million dollar earner, guess what? You're going to get tired. You're going to say, this guy's nuts. This guy's moving at a speed that I can't handle. Oh my God. And you're going to quit. But. If I hook up with people who have the same vision and you put you together with a person who has the same vision as you and you sort people correctly, guess what? People are going to produce and they will produce more than you've ever dreamed of. I hope that helped a little bit of my Yeah, background. that was so inspiring. So uh, very emotional to especially talk about the kids. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, you've, been, you've had so much experience. What's the thing that excites you the most about network marketing now, Armand? You know, what excites me the most about network marketing is the opportunity. I mean, the opportunity to really change people's lives. See, to me, I don't care what company you're in or what company anybody's in. It doesn't really matter the company. It matters of what your objective is within that company. 
See, no matter if, if I talk to you about my company, which you know I won't mention the name right now, it's not a product company, which we sell products, and most companies do sell products. But I, in my mind, it's not a product company. We make a lot of money. Our distributors are making a lot of money, just like they do in other companies. But it's not a money company. Okay? We are a people company. MLM is a people company. The industry is a people industry. If you start treating that as a, uh, the way it is, my friends, you will earn more money than you ever dreamed of. You got to treat people correctly you can't be you can't just move forward and and push your way through people matter and the more people you take to the top the more people you get earning money the more people you change their lives they will never leave you you know a lot of people you know i'm i'm the 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 number one uh latin earner for MLM industry. I mean, I like, for instance, I make more money than anybody in the MLM industry in Latin, you know, in, in the Latin America. I, I own the Latin America countries basically. And I don't say that as to be cocky, but it's because of this, this way I'm telling you this. People didn't see Latin America as a strong hold for the MLM industry because there's no money. People don't have that kind of money as they do in the United States or they do in Korea or as they do in any other countries that are out there. They're, they're, they're pretty powerful in Europe. They have a lot of money. But see, I saw a niche in the Latin community and I'll tell you why. Because here in the United States, for example, people owe a lot of money. They're in debt. Most people are. You owe credit cards, you owe bills, you owe your car, you owe, you owe your home, okay? In Latin America, people don't have credit unless you're an elite. People buy things with cash. You want a car, you buy it cash. You buy a home, you buy it cash. And people don't realize that. So if you get somebody in Latin America, well, let me just explain it this way. If you get somebody here in the United States to make Two to five hundred dollars a week. I'll be honest with you, that's a part-time job. They're going to look at it as a part-time job. They're not going to quit their job and do this full-time. But if I can get a somebody in Latin America, in Peru, in Colombia, in Ecuador, in, in Mexico, to earn two hundred dollars U.S. dollars a week, they're doing this full-time. They're doing this at 100% of the rate. They're doing this at, at no holes barred. They're going to do this nonstop. So now I convert thousands and thousands of people to do this full time. You have an army. You have an army of people that are building the business. And, and, and as you grow anywhere else, you grow a little bit slower. And the reason you grow slower is because... The reason you grow slower is because of this. You grow slower because people can't let go of that job because they're afraid of the commitment they already have with the debt they have. And the more you do that, the more you do that, the slower you will grow. So I'm into helping people. That's my, that's my goal in the MLM industry. And that's why I love the MLM industry. I love the MLM industry because it's a, it's a tool to really help people get out of the gutter, get out of, their, of their, where they're at, get out of the position in life where they're hurting, they're crying. I want to stop the world from crying. That is my goal. That's so much wisdom. Thank you for sharing that about the other countries. I totally agree with that. Uh, even when I built my business out in Asia, back in the Philippines, most people don't have credit, right? They don't have the debt and stuff. And like you said, $200 a week in America, people are like, ah, whatever. It's like a part-time job, but they get very excited for $200 a week in those countries. So thank you for bringing that up. Uh, you've been so awesome, Almond. As we wrap up the show, some really quick questions. I mean, you've been sharing so much. You can answer these really quickly, okay, in like a couple words. Not a Just problem. to pick your brain. So the first one is, what's one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Well, one of my favorite success quotes, and I'll be honest with you, is just do it. Uh, it's, it's just do it. I mean, just, just uh, Nike said it, it says it well. Just do it. Just get up and do it. There's no reason why we shouldn't. I love that. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? 
Uh, the best habit that I have is just learning to really do my five steps that's to success. You're really getting that uh, moving forward where I can teach people to do that. And my, it's just recruiting every day, recruiting, recruiting. No matter how much money you're making, going out there and prospecting, prospecting, prospecting. I think that's the best habit you can get and the best habit you can earn. What's the best advice you ever received from one of your mentors? The best advice that I ever received was don't let anything or anyone ever let you think you're less than what you are. Um, I think that's one of the, 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 the truest uh, quotes that I can tell you from one of my mentors because it, it really hit home. Uh, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I'm a minority. I'm, I'm, I'm a Latino. I, I'm, you know, it's, and sometimes in this industry, it, you feel less than somebody else because of that. You know, and, and sometimes they make you feel that way. But the more you do not let it hurt you, the more you don't let it touch you, and the more you see yourself as who you are, the more you'll progress further on in life. What's a favorite prospecting tool you use? So say someone is interested in the business. Do you send them a newsletter, sit down, do a one-on-one, or do you do a webinar, or do you send a video link? What do you, what do you like to use? Um, I'm really bad with tools. I'm, I'm really old school. I, as you know, you know I, I've... The people, my mentors are all the, you know, people that were belly to belly. So I'm not an internet guy. I'm not uh, a guy that, uh, I'm a follow-up man with a phone. I'll follow you up, you know, and I'll, and I'll call you. I'll make sure I'll build that relationship with you. Because I believe one thing. Uh, if you were online or if you were sending you a link or what, you can always not watch it. You can always not do it. You can always click me out or block me out. If I build a relationship, if I build a, a, a friendship with you, if I build a friendship that becomes a real friendship, you're not leaving me because, you know, if something came up that is better than what I have, at least you'll have the, 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 the friendship that you will mention it to me and says, look, and give me the opportunity to maybe talk you out of it. So it's really cool if you build relationships because this is a relationship business. I know you have teams everywhere and throughout the whole world. Do you have a special online resource or an app that you use to communicate with them or present to people? I'm lucky enough that I have leaders and everywhere all over the world that they're really handling uh, the teams very well. I mean, I'm very proud of the people that I have, and you know, we've we've grown enough. Uh, I do have a call that I do worldwide. I do have that's I do that once a week in Spanish, once a week in English. Uh, we do have a worldwide call on Sunday that, that we get try to get everybody involved. Uh, and and after that, all I can do is, I mean, the only tool I have to connect with them is Facebook. I mean, I, I we contact each other all the time. We talk to each other. We uh, we I answer the questions. I'm very open. I'm a very open door policy uh, on my behalf. Where no matter who you are, no matter who you where you're coming from, or, or who you are, if you are 200, or 300, or a thousand people under me, or you are right next to me, you have that open door where you can ask me the questions no matter when you want, and and I'll always answer. I mean, if you go to my Facebook, I always answer every single person that is there and the reason I do that is because people matter this is a people's business what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation well I always I always uh, uh, loved uh, Think and Grow Rich I mean if you can really get your help get a hold of that if you can't read it I mean I, I I'm one of those people that I'm very uh, um uh, I, I can't sit for, a, you know, I, I'm very impatient. I cannot sit for a while and read a book. So I got the audio, you know, and, and just listen to the audio, listen to the audio, listen to the audio. And I'll be honest with you, it's, it'll be the best hour, an hour and a half of your life. So just do that. And ML Nation, I know you love audio because you listen to this podcast. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook like Think and Grow Rich for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. So, Armand, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Go for it. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar, where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, 
overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your leaders. You didn't know your family. You're like an alien that went to another planet, but they spoke English or Spanish. But you had all your current wisdom, knowledge, and skills. What's the first thing or the first place you'll go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Well, that's a perfect question because let me just tell you, every time I've ever left a company and gone into a new company, uh, it's always been uh, it's always been from fresh. I've never pulled anybody from another company. I've never uh, I've never pulled my uh, my ex downline or anything else because I believed if if I sold them that dream, uh, who am I to take that dream away now? I cannot do that, and I cannot hurt anyone. If I, if my thought is that I'm not in that company no more, or I'm not going to be in that company, I cannot take that away from people. So I will never go after the people in my same downline. Now, hence, you ask me, what would I do? I would do what I do all the time: is I start prospecting, I start looking for people, I start talking to people. I am a person that goes out there and builds relationships. I'll go out there and start just talking to the person that just stands in front of me you know for instance i will go out there and i go who do you know that would love to make a little bit more money who do you know that would love to lose a little bit more pounds who do you know who would love to change your lifestyle who do you know and it's about finding those people that who you know or that person and pushing those people into the next level you know i'm about building leaders i'm about building people i'm about building people to the next generations because guess what i believe that in mlm my friends is we are open we are open open to creating wealth like you've never ever seen it in your life and if you believe in yourself if you believe in yourself guess what everything is in your palm everything you can do everything you can accomplish there's no dreams you cannot create here and make it happen you know if you if people ask me goes you know uh um uh, it is Armand, you know, every time he started, it's Armand. He makes a lot of money in the industry. He's been a seven-figure earner over three times in this in his lifespan. You know how, how, you know, he must bring the whole downline over from every company. No, I do not. 
I, I really do not. It's about building the relationships from the get-go. But here's a kid. You have to give yourself, and every single one of you, you have to give yourself a quota every single day, like a job. You got to give yourself a quota to just build, 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 and how much you need to survive. For instance, remember a little, a little, uh, a couple of uh, statements back. You know, I told you we were moving a thousand dollars worth of product every single day, or we would not go home. See, I would do something similar to that. No matter what the company is, what the product is, figure out how much you want to make, how much the income is from just the sale. Forget about the residual. Forget about everything else. How much you're going to build just from that sale. And you figure out, you want to make a thousand, you want to make two thousand dollars, you want to make a you make a thousand a day instead of a week. It all depends on how much product you move. The more product you move, the more people try your product. The more people try your product, the more prospects you have to sort through if they're going to be distributors or they're going to be customers. And the, either way, doesn't matter if they can become customers or distributors. Guess what? Volume is volume. At the end of it, Points are points, and the more points you have, the more you earn. So you got to just use the leverage you have within you. Awesome advice. As we wrap up, any last words? Uh, and what's the best way our listeners can connect with you, Armin? Well, the best way people can connect with me is Facebook. Obviously, no matter where I'm at around the world, Facebook is always open 24-7. And I tell you what, I always answer questions. And I'll be honest with you. If you go on my Facebook, you're not going to see – company logos and everything else that, that you see from, you know, from where I'm at or whatever it is. I mean, you have, you may have to search a little deep and you might find here and there an ad, but I try to keep it generic. Why? Because I have a lot of friends in the industry. I do do a lot of consulting with companies. I do do a lot of uh, trainings uh, for a lot of different companies and stuff like that. But, you know, so I try to keep it as generic as possible. If you guys have any questions at all, feel free to ask those questions. Uh, if I can help you and I can mentor you to, for you to become that next million dollar earner, I will. And guess what? I don't need to make money off of you. You don't need to be in my company for me to help you. I just want to build stories and I want to build yours. That's about it. I mean, it's if you're happy where you're at, stay where you're at. If you, if you love the products you have, love the products you have. That's phenomenal. What we got to do is build the industry. Get that name of the industry up where people trust the industry so much that your business will always be safe from anybody that wants to attack it. Okay? ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging with Armin Pujot. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Armin. That's A-R-M-A-N-D at the search bar and the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom that Armin talked about, including the ways to connect with him on Facebook, will be right there. The links will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Armin, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks again, Armin, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate the invitation. Woo! What an awesome show and interview with Armin Pujot. You know, make sure you go to mlnation.net and type in Armin. Again, his name is A-R-M-A-N-D and connect with him. Okay, this guy's over 20 years of experience and really inspiring, like 10 million a year. I don't know if you know what 10 million a year is. Most people want to earn seven figures, right? I mean, most people start wanting to earn six figures in the business. Now, seven figures, uh, you basically have to earn six figures a month to hit seven figures. Um, and most people are very happy if you're earning $1 million a year. Armin is basically making almost seven figures a month, okay, a million a month to hit where he's at right now, like around $10 million. And, you know, he deserves all the success from how he started from 16. And, you know, I actually know him personally, the stories he shared. He just kind of, because of time-wise, gave you Cliff Notes version. He began through a lot of crazy stuff during the years, you know, uh, companies, bad leadership, you know, the government came in on one company with the telecom. And, but, you know, that's every single leader is like you don't give up the fight, right? You keep going and keep going and you learn from the experiences. You know, a couple of things I really respect about uh, Armin, a couple of takeaways here. Number one is your kids, right? Your why. I know this is for, applies definitely for me. When I think about the kids, when he was sharing a story, I got emotionally fired up, right? Every time we think about the kids, we would do amazing things, you know, just to, 
because the wife's never really about money and stuff like that. It's really about something else, and the kids is definitely a big part of it. Um, going for no, he went for no, and I think another big point he talked about towards the end is the quota. You know, when I started, I had the five five three. You know, I would make sure I invite five people, follow up with five, and do three presentations a day. I had the quota because if you don't have a quota, then the difference between my first two months I made zero dollars to the third fourth month I started making a hundred a week was because I had a quota, right? And if you want to read more about this, you're going to go to Go to mlnation.net forward slash five dash five dash three. It'll come up. I'll actually have a blog post written about that. Or you have your own quota. Or like Armin had every day you had to sell a thousand dollars. But you have to have a quota, a daily routine. If you're a leader, your downlines need to have like a DMO, daily method operation. Every day they must. What do they need to do? How many people do they need to approach? How many people? Three ways or presentations they need to do. That you have to have that because otherwise, you know. We get lazy. Sometimes we slack off, right? And Armin, that's what he did, $1,000. He wouldn't go home until he moved $1,000 worth of products. Um, another great thing he talked about is it's just incredible, his leadership and commitment, right? It's really about helping others, and that's why he's successful. And no matter where he has gone, even his bad experience with the companies, he's able to have been very successful in whatever company because he's really looking out to help people. And it's a very touching story. You know, he was diagnosed with sickness, but he still went out there to make sure because his credibility was on the line. His legacy with his kids, his legacy with the leaders and the whole ML profession, he brought people over to start something new. He had to go out there. And even if he had a limited life to live, he had to make sure those people were taken care of. So that's very inspiring leadership, really servant leadership by serving others. And the last thing, he talked about new markets and immigrants. Uh, I really, that's something that really hits home with me. And that's the reason I would love, people talk about the best demographics. And again, this is not true for everyone, but in general, a lot of times people in poor countries, they are like South America or in the Southeast Asia, like Philippines, Malaysia, and Indonesia. They don't have credit cards, right? They don't have debt. So, and most importantly, they are lower income. So 100, 200 a week is a lot of money for them. It's more than they're making the full-time jobs. They're excited. And in most companies, it's very easy to make $100 a week in the business. And that's why a lot of these teams are growing fast. Another great segment is immigrants. Immigrants that came over, like Armin is Latino. He has a Latino heritage. Came over. They're hungry for opportunity. They're hungry. And uh, I know for my parents, my parents are immigrants. I was born and raised in the U.S. I would definitely tell you my parents worked way harder than I did because they were hungrier. They wanted the American dream. And when I was born, you know, my parents gave, a, gave me and my brother a much easier life than they had coming over. So these are people hungry, awesome prospects for network marketing. Um, also, like you talk about MLMs and people business. It's really where the people industry is about building relationships. Relationships. When you ever get to meet Armin in person, he's an awesome, super guy. So definitely connect with him. Go to MLMNation.net. Search for Armin, A-R-M-A-N-D-N, and search for him. And if you like these shows, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher. And also share it on social media. Share with your upline, downlines, tag them, you know, share share with them, uh, share with prospects. And because that's how we get to keep the show going. Motivates me, too. You know Message me, right? Message me. You know how to reach me on ML Nation through Facebook, on Twitter. Just message me. Let me know how these shows are impacting you. That really makes my day every day when I wake up and I read these things because I really want to make a positive. That's my whole purpose in life is to have a positive impact on many lives as possible. And this podcast and network marketing is allowing me to do that. So that's why I'm so grateful. Anyway, thank you. Awesome show. Really inspiring story. Thanks again, Armin Pujot, for sharing $10 million a year. Man, super inspiring. He deserves all the success he has. And thank you for listening. And remember... We are in the profession to help others. So Armin's led a great example of what he did. We are in a profession to help others, so go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.